Welcome, one and all, to Merely Roleplayers, where theatrical people play role-playing games. I'm Matt, your host, and this is Act 1 of Prospero and Viola, a story of two shipwrecks, two crews, and one remote and uninhabited island. Each season of Merely Roleplayers is a self-contained story in a different genre, so you can jump in right here. No need to listen to our whole archive. Though having said that, this season does have some Easter eggs for long-time listeners, so listen out for those if that's you. If you caught last week's backstage bonus episode, then you've already met some of the players. If not, no worries, they'll introduce themselves in a moment. Our main story act episodes stand up on their own, but the backstage episodes are there to give you a look behind the scenes in our off weeks. As usual, the players are playing versions of themselves and improvising what they think they might do in a very unfamiliar situation. We use role-playing game rules to add some shape and an element of chance to things, so no one knows how things are going to turn out. Not you, not the players, not even me. That should be all you need to know for now. All that's left to say is that life's a game, the world's a stage, and we're all merely players. Welcome aboard to our four players, the uh, the cruise ship Prospero. On the cruise ship Prospero. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> this will be a musical series. <laughs> to some extent. Uh, I'm Matt, uh, you know me. Uh, let's just go around the table and we'll introduce our four players and what their their role is as members of the theatre co- resident variety show theatre company on this cruise ship. Uh, starting with Josh. Hello, my name is Josh. You may recognise me on the far stage left side of the chorus line tap dancing ensemble uh, group. I am Strat. Look over there while I do something magical in my illusionary show, Stratastic Illusions. Uh, hello, I'm Starkey, one of a double act called Stark, of a singer, myself, and my husband, Clive. <laughs> Clive and I are waiting to retire. This is our last cruise together as a working couple. Hello, I'm Nat. Uh, I am running the uh, the pre-variety show Kids Club. So put that down. No, face the stage, Timmy. Timmy, face the stage. Uh, as we join the four of you, the Prospero is completely in chaos. <laughs> Clive, don't let go. <laughs> none of you know exactly what's happened because none of you are the captain or staff or anything like that, and you've all been inside without too much view of the the outside of the uh, of the ship. Mm-hmm. But what you know is. Uh, bulkheads are bursting and water is jetting in from places it really shouldn't. Water is washing down the gangways. All the gangways are tilted at crazy angles and keep tilting backwards and forwards as you walk through. The screaming of metal is everywhere. Where are you and what do you do? What time of day is this? Uh, it is around midday, early afternoon. Okay, so the show's in the evening, so at least we're not on stage. Right. <clears throat> I'm in the dining room, entertaining the old people, as the uh, cafeteria is rocking backwards <laughs> and forwards, 
the, the keyboard is flung to the side of the wall and Clive, her hands were once clasped. His hand l- leaves my hand and he is flung through a large porthole. Were you were you doing a, a Titanic style like don't worry everybody the band will continue to play? We were, yes, we were oh we were we were currently playing Stormy Weather <laughs> <laughs> when suddenly the bulkheads burst and Clive's grip left my hand. Starkey, please roll two six-sided dice and add your instinct. Yes! So that is a <laughs> also known as Snake Eyes. Makes it a three. <laughs> okay. No mark that fail. Mark a fail. Um, For the, and other listeners of um, Millie Role Players, you may remember that I often fail in this game, <laughs> and it's nice to know that continues today. <laughs> you may know me from other previous fails, such as. <laughs> Helming the ship for the first time in the Sky Pirates. You're just not very good on ships, mate. That's the problem. So as Clive disappears through the porthole, your vision first goes red and then goes blue as water rushes through the cafeteria and then goes black. And we will rejoin you when we work out what's happened. Uh, Who else has an idea of where they are as the ship's going down? Oh, if it's mid-afternoon, I think this is pre-kids club, so I'm probably in the storeroom getting all, like, craft materials or whatever <laughs> ready. <laughs> so as the ship starts to list, boxes of crafts start to tip off the shelves. No, not the foam hearts and stars. <laughs> uh, what do you do? Uh, I will exit very quickly. I'm probably try and find someone else on the staff to see what's going on, I guess. Yeah, there's there, there are staff uh, running around the swiftly flooding gangways. Uh, oh, there's you, water, that's not good. Yep, you, you find uh, somebody in a, in a cruise uniform uh, and they, they just yell, get to the lifeboats, get to the lifeboats, and run. I, I follow them. Okay, uh, roll instinct, please. Oh, that is a, uh, five total. No, four. Four. I have no instinct. Oh. <laughs> you you follow this person, but uh, a bulkhead to one side bursts as you're about to start climbing the stairs. Your route to the deck is cut off, uh, and a wall of water slams into you, sweeping you off your feet, and we will rejoin you soon. Uh, I think I will be in some other kind of uh, recreational area of the boat. I'm uh, spending my afternoon doing, like, close-up magic, <laughs> and I am currently doing the one where you uh, tip a glass of water and no water comes out, but it disappears, and as I do that, I sort of look down, and suddenly there's loads of water around my feet. <laughs> and I'm like, this has never happened before. Uh, and then I think, in the doors to that thing suddenly burst and a lot more water comes through uh, and um, something I know that even the entertainers on these ships because my sister worked as a, a cruise ship entertainer for, uh, for a year and a half they have a lot they have roles that they must do in emergencies so I am going to go oh my role is to get a, a life jacket as soon as humanly possible <laughs> because uh, this is bad so I want to go to one of the, like the muster station things if I can okay so you Run for a, for the nearest life jacket station. Mm-hmm. Roll instinct. No, no. Mm. Uh, seven. Okay, pick one of these options. 
You wash up somewhere relatively safe. Ooh, okay. Okay. You wash up unharmed. Yeah. You manage to grab something useful from the wreckage. Right. I am going to want to wash up unharmed. Okay. I want to start in, in good stead. And we'll rejoin you in a moment. Uh, Josh? Uh, so I'm preparing for my for my performance, as we are one of the earliest, uh, uh, earliest shows on the slot. I'm in the dressing room that I share with Chris and with Clive, uh, applying my foundation and passively, aggressively taking as much room up as I can do on the dressing table, um, listening to show tunes and preparing myself, tightening my tap shoes and adorning my sequined uh, uh, waistcoat. Okay, as the ship begins to list mm. and the groaning of metal begins mm. to fill the air mm. uh, and you start to hear uh, above the usual sound of lapping waves uh, a much harsher sound of water entering the ship. Ooh, what do you do? Well, I know exactly what you're supposed to do in these situations. So I take out a small suitcase that I've got and I start packing as many of my things as I can do. As many of my costumes, spare pair of tap shoes, um, a couple of bottles of rum that I've been given by my elderly admirer um, who comes to see the show every day. And I start to zip it up. And just as I'm running out, I just knock all of Chris's and Clive's stuff off of, uh, off of the, um, the dressing table. There's a little sign that says, please keep this side tidy. <laughs> yeah, I sort of rip a couple of passive-aggressive notes on the side. Run out, turn the light off, and then uh, and then leave. <laughs> Roll instinct. Ooh, okay. I've got a zero to this, and I'm going to use the dice tower. Oh. First time. It's probably not gone well. Possibly the only time I do this. Zero. Hey, uh, that is a ten total. Well, uh, same three options. Choose mm-hmm. two. Ooh, okay. Um, so I would like to grab on the way out I, uh, 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 I'm i going to grab one of the bottles of rum Okay. Uh, and I'm quite a good swimmer so uh, in the chaos I managed to push my way up to the deck dive into the water and I would like to uh, wash up uh, unharmed okay you're going to be unharmed you can write down on your sheet under forage that you have a bottle of rum yo ho ho absolutely <laughs> It was it was either that or it was um, my makeup set. So we're going to go for um, <laughs> the thing you got for something useful. Yes, <laughs> supposedly. Let's hope so. It could be a Molotov cocktail. Uh, it could be a waiter. It could yeah, lift our, our spirits, yeah, our collective exactly. morale. Yeah, let's get a shit face. Anesthetic. It can yeah, use it to disinfect yeah. That's it. Yeah, it's flammable. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's flammable. Good instinct. <laughs> Life becomes a blur uh, as the Prospero breaks up. Uh, and sinks beneath the waves uh, in the late uh, wearing on afternoon sun uh, perhaps people make it to the lifeboats, uh, perhaps they don't, You, the four of you don't know the four of you only know the water in your eyes the water up your nose, the smell of salt, the uh, burning in your muscles as you struggle to stay afloat and we rejoin Strat and Josh as the two of you wash up unharmed on a stretch of beach, you know not where. I will cough up all the water. <laughs> I am face down in the sand, sort of spread eagle starfish. Do I still have my water jug? <laughs> uh, sh- no. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's fair. You didn't roll well enough. That's true. That's true. Uh, I will run over to Josh and and help him out. You you okay? You're right. <laughs> Do you know what happened? I think there might have been some trouble on the ship, perhaps. Yep, yep, yeah, I think there was. I'm going to look out and see, can I see the ship? Or or bits of it sinking, or is it just gone? You can see some flotsam. You can see things floating on the sea Mm -hmm. uh, in 
almost kind of leaving a trail from this uh, beach to somewhere further out to sea. Okay, uh, you can't see any of the actual superstructure of the ship above the waves anymore. Sure. Now, I seem to remember something. That when you are stranded on a desert island, there are three S's you need. It's shelter first, then sustenance. I can't remember the third one. It's probably like signal, so you can call for help or something. And as you turn to me, you hear it <laughs> as I open up the bottle of rum and just take one big swig out of it and pass it and put it in your hand. Shit-faced. Shit-faced. <laughs> <laughs> I would take a swig. Mm. Uh, yeah, swirl it around in my mouth mm. to get rid of the salt. Mm. How is, how is it? It's, I mean, it's lovely. It was, Where did you get it? It was You know that admirer that I've got? I can't remember her name. She I mean, always she, turns up. She really likes me. She keeps giving you rum. She's always sitting at the front row and taking photos yeah yeah she's yeah. my biggest fan I don't know who she is but um, hopefully she can swim so I'm sure she will I'm sure she'll be fine I'll the average it. age of our clientele are definitely those that are going to be strong swimmers they would have I'm sure they would have run to the lifeboats and got there first and fought strong their way up strong runners as well I'm going to take that run back from you okay. I take the bottle and, uh, and cork it and put it back in my um, pocket and continue as you have to look out over the sea I'm okay. going to see if there's any like survivors splashing around you don't see any signs of life it's hot. We need shelter. It's hot. The sun is beating down, mm. and uh, as the salt begins to dry on your foreheads, mm. you realise that uh, this is not necessarily a safe place to stay, especially while you don't have access to fresh water. Mm. Starkey and that. Yeah. Everything is dark for a while. Uh, there are definitely moments where you can't help but inhale... Uh, mouthfuls of water and uh, feel your lungs burning and just manage to struggle above the surface <coughs> and when life begins to make sense again when you when you're the the swirling of water is uh, over and you're able to take stock of your surroundings and you seem to have stopped moving you are somewhere dark and cool and you're in water you can't feel the bottom. You're treading water, heads heads and shoulders above the water. Uh, you can just just see each other in the dark with reflections off the surface of the water, and you appear to be in some sort of low ceilinged cave. So there is, uh, you could reach up and you could touch the ceiling of the cave with your hand if you wanted, but it appears to be kind of black rock. Uh, Definitely feels like rock and not squishy. Definitely feels like rock. Okay, good. <laughs> not, you're not inside a whale. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, and you can't see where you came in in, oh. the, in all the confusion of being underwater and ducking and coming back up and ducking and coming back up and being swept by currents. You've lost track of where you entered this dark cavern. Are there are like little shafts of light that just give enough light. Tiny little them. ones. Yeah. yeah, you reckon there must be light coming in somewhere because there's just enough reflecting off the surface of the water for you to be able to see. Um, uh, also, from swallowing lungfuls of water, you're, uh, you have both lost one morale. So we're down to one. Yeah, we're down sense. to one each. Um, uh, Natalie, you're there. Uh, Starkey. Sorry, Stark. Just, just call me Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't feel this is the time for proper pleasantries, but um, I'm really, really not comfortable in this situation. Uh, is, there, is there anything... Can, do you have a life jacket on? Um, I've got my waistcoat on. Okay, that's, that's not Neither of you managed to grab life jackets. Um, I sort of grab her. Uh, are you okay, dear? Um, I mean, I, I seem to be just about remembering how to tread water right now, but I can't guarantee I can do this for a very long time. Just, so just I really keep kicking. Like to, okay, kick, 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 yeah. Kick, 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 um, kick. 
I guess I'm trying to feel the ceiling to see if there's anything more I can grab hold of. And I'd like to see where the light is coming from. Okay, the ceiling is just uneven enough that you can probably grab a, a slightly okay. slippery handhold. Uh, okay, looking for where the light is coming from. Roll uh, instinct. Uh, a, a nine. You can choose one. Uh, your options are prevent harm to someone or get someone out of harm's way. Uh, I'd like to get Natalie out of harm's way. I can't lose another person. Yeah, okay. Uh, and I think th- that must mean that you you see an exit. Right. Uh, Natalie, just just, just keep keep uh, keep calm and, and hold on to my arm. Okay. And, I, and I sort of just start paddling us to where I can see some safety. Yeah. Uh, so but it's light. Yes, so you see light coming through. The light is actually coming through under the surface. Okay. So there is going to have to be some diving and okay. swimming under in order to get out of this cavern. Natalie, have you seen um, a classic a classic film of uh, the, the mid, mid to late 90s, I think it was? Uh, Alien <laughs> uh, Resurrection, I think it was. <laughs> um, yes, you must grip onto, my, grip onto my, uh, my shoulders and round my neck, and now we're going to go for a little dip. Okay. Um, I'm just holding on. I don't just, need to do anything. Hold on. Okay. Kick, 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 kick. Okay. Kick, 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 kicking. And, and we'll, we'll be okay. Okay. We'll be okay, won't we? Do I need to have my eyes open? No, no. Playing fetch, like, I give her my cravat and I sort of tie it around her eyes <laughs> okay. so she doesn't get too scared. Okay. Like, like I'm calming a, a kestrel. <laughs> <laughs> Calm down now, calm down, calm down. Sure, I'm just going to go with it in this situation. (laughs) I lost my husband. (laughs) (laughs) Do as I tell you, woman. Arms round, and away we go. (gasps) (gasps) (laughs) You both take big breaths, and Starkey, you're going to swim down through this tunnel. Please roll resolve. Okay, okay, that is, that is a ten. Uh, so as Be we as, as you like, as we as we dive under the water, the, the 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 thought of swimming in the sea with Clive as a young man comes back into my head, and and I think about the the, the bungalow on on the seaside and. In, in Folkestone where we were going to retire to and I thought of all the times we were going to be paddling in the sea together and, and the, the, the spirit of Clive and, imbues me with strength and speed and I, I, I dive and I do it for him because I can't, I can't go as well and so as I, as, as I go through the tunnel and I see the light and I just I launch us up and I, I push Natalie ahead of me and as she crests the, the, the top I sort of struggle with my last strength and I get there and you, you burst up above the surface into the sunlight uh, you are in the sea, as you come out, you uh, the first thing you see, uh, the direction you're facing, is out to sea, and it's just a calm blue ocean in the bright mid-afternoon sunlight. Uh, and as you kind of take stock of your surroundings, you look around yourselves, and behind you, uh, where you've just emerged from, is uh, a sheer black rock cliff, cliff face. Uh, but as you follow the line of that around, you ju- you think that just off to, uh, as you're facing the cliff face, off around to the right, you think you see a hint of golden sand. Okay, so I, I, I sort of nudge Natalie to the wall so you can get yep. more to grip onto. I'm gripping. And, um, and, uh, and I sort of like start paddling us, doggy paddle to the side so then she can like tug on or whatever, or whatever she wants to get yeah. can I just retcon by the way as, as we crested I just have this image directly from the little mermaid of Chris of your you do the Fibonacci yes. uh, spiral with the water <clears throat> absolutely yeah. yes my sort of wispy bald head just sort of like flips up and the sun the little lot of specks of light just mm-hmm. catches the sunlight it's beautiful thanks
Hello again, and welcome to the middle of the episode. It feels like this bit should be called the interval, doesn't it? Except that the interval's supposed to come in between acts, and this one's in the middle of an act, so it doesn't quite work. I'll work it out. We're leaving the Prospero castaways behind for the second half of Act 1. In a few minutes you'll hear this season's second cast introduce themselves. You can get to know them a bit better in next week's backstage episode if you want. Each story act this season is going to switch between the two sets of castaways, one set from the Prospero, who you've already heard, and one from the Viola, who you're about to meet, following them on a year later. Whenever you hear the piano fading in, you know you're about to go forward or back a year in time to join the other cast, or you've reached the middle of the episode and I'm about to start talking to you. It's awards season right now in podcast land, and I'm fantastically pleased to tell you that Merely Roleplayers is nominated for two Audioverse awards, one for Best Improvised Production, and one for Best Player Director for Yours Truly. Thanks so much to everyone who nominated the production and nominated me personally. We're up against some people and productions I really admire, like James D'Amato and Campaign Skyjacks, Victoria Rogers and the Broadswords, Jeff Stormer and Party of One, Heart Points, and the Magpies. Now that the nominations are final, voting is open at audioverseawards.net. So head over there, give your favourites some hearty clicks. And if you've still got some enthusiasm left over, the Discover Pods Awards are also taking nominations at the moment over at awards.discoverpods.com. You can submit nominations until the 22nd of October, and then voting on the finalists opens on the 4th of November. If you're inclined to give us a nod, Merely Roleplayers would fit the bill for the Best Audio Drama or Fiction podcast category, as well as the free-for-all that is Best Overall Podcast 2019. But whether or not you think we're at that level for you, do vote to recognise someone you admire. The links to vote for both awards are in the show notes. Last but not least, it's that time of year again. Blackshaw Theatre's annual Scare Slam is coming up this Friday. Imagine the Moth podcast and the Law podcast had a teleportation accident, and you've got an idea of what the Scare Slam's like. It's in a bigger venue than ever this year, so if you can get to London on the night, and you want to actually enjoy some Halloween fun a bit removed from the bad thing that's supposed to happen on actual Halloween this year, get yourself along. Here's a bit more about it from the company themselves, after which we'll head back to sea. We join the crew of the Viola 
around the table. Uh, why don't you all introduce yourselves very briefly uh, with your name and what your role is in the Viola expedition? Hello, my name is Alex and uh, I am the instigator of this particular journey to um, the island of mystery. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, Vicky. I am uh, the person who did all the organising before we set off. Uh, hello, I am David, or Dave as I will be known as in this piece. <laughs> I am the fire map man. <laughs> <laughs> he has a map of all the fires. <laughs> you build fires, you follow maps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Navigator, survivor. I know, those are fancy words. <laughs> <laughs> For a man who For fire map man. <laughs> uh, I'm Ellen, I am chief... Bodger and maker of useful tools and equipment. So, one year ago, uh, four acquaintances, friends, colleagues of yours were working aboard the cruise ship Prospero, doing a, doing their variety act. When the ship sank, broke up, they were washed up on a remote island. Three of the four came back. Something about the survivors' stories, what you've heard of them, what you've been able to discover about them through official channels, doesn't add up. And so you have scraped together the funds to make the trip yourselves to check out the island that they landed on and see if you can find out a bit more about what happened there. So we join you aboard the Viola, a uh, mid-sized fishing vessel, Mm -hmm. Uh, which just happened to be going in the vague area of the island uh, that you've managed to get get passage on uh, for this trip uh, with the intention of then splitting off at a relevant point, taking your own little dinghy and going and landing on the island. However, (laughs) the plan is already going awry as uh, an unseasonable storm uh, has blown in. Alex, wait. You're a bit unpredictable, Alex. It, it was unpredictable, all right? No one would have been able to see it uh-huh. coming, all right? So it's yeah. not my fault. Alex, as somebody who's adept at reading the weather patterns, you know that this is... It, this. You couldn't have predicted this. This is, oh, this is why I stay yeah. firmly to the assembled people <laughs> glaring at me. Uh, the sky darkens uh, and clouds over with black clouds. Lightning begins to flash... Uh, the wind picks up, the waves begin to chop, uh, and before you know it, before too long, the waves overwhelm the Viola. Where are you all on the ship as the wreck begins? Uh, in a tight ball, <laughs> holding hands with everyone so that we stick together. <laughs> <laughs> Whereabouts? Are you below decks, up on the deck? I mean, we're not in charge of this boat, are no. we? So we're not driving it. No. Is We'd there's a lounge? A lounge. A lounge. Yes. This fishing boat. The fisher, the fisher lounge. <laughs> there probably is some kind of communal area. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah like the, the... The galley, probably. Yeah. 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 Where, they, where they eat. Mm. Hang out and mm-hmm. eat. Okay, so you're all in the galley as uh, you hear from the uh, wheelhouse, uh, you hear the captain yelling, you hear a bell start to ring and you hear the captain yelling, Brace! We're taking on water! And uh, you start to see the gangways, water beginning to trickle down the gangways and start to fill up. 
uh, you hear the groaning of bulkheads and the pinging as rivets start to give way uh, somewhere below and to the side of you. What do you all do? Get on the move, I think. Yeah, get yeah. on the move and get up. Get, get scramble. Up to the deck. Life get jackets. out. To the, yeah. Yeah, because there, there'll be lifeboats, won't there? There, yeah. is, there is a lifeboat that is big enough for, just about big enough for everybody. Okay. Okay. Would we? Are we anywhere close by, say, uh, provisions or rucksacks <laughs> that we can conveniently put on before we leave? Would you like to attempt to grab your rucksacks? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. All of you? Yeah. 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 I feel like I haven't taken mine off. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Personally. <laughs> all right. So you're heading to the deck, but via... Uh, well, in fact, Ellen, if you haven't taken yours off, you're mm-hmm. heading straight to the deck. I, yeah. Everybody yeah. else is heading to the deck via uh, wherever, the hold maybe, or yeah. your cabins, yeah. cabins, where all of your stuff yeah. is stowed. Uh, Ellen, mm-hmm. you roll plus instinct, please. So, so you're rolling two six-sided dice and adding your instinct. I have zero stat. instinct. <laughs> Just going to good stuff. I've got no instincts. Oh, six... I buy myself though. Are you oh, all? you are by yourself. yourself. Yes. <laughs> no, no. That's a plus one. That's a plus one. To, does that make it mixed? Mixed. That does. That so a seven. Oh. A seven to nine is a Great. mixed success. Okay. So choose one of these three options. <laughs> okay. You wash up somewhere relatively safe. <laughs> you, um, yeah. Go on. You wash up unharmed. You manage to grab something useful from the wreck. I think I'm going to have to go with, if I'm following my personality, grab something useful from the wreck. Okay. What? what, You don't manage to get your whole backpack in the chaos. Okay. What one useful item would you like to grab from the wreck? A flint. Fire starting flint. Yeah. I will go there immediately. Would you say, like (laughs) a tinderbox kind of Yeah, a tinderbox. One of those. Seen Bear Grylls owns them. Laser (laughs) Spark. One of them. We have one. They are super cool. So, Ellen, you make it up onto the deck just as an enormous wave washes across the whole deck. And as soon as you set foot at the top of the stairs Mm -hmm. leading up to the deck, this wave knocks you off your feet over the side and washes you into the ocean. Okay. My backpack! (laughs) (laughs) The other three of you, uh, why don't we do this all at once? Yeah! Everybody roll instinct, please. Such drama. I've got a minus one. Oh. oh boy. That's a hard five. I got ten. Ten for Dave. Five Seven. Oh, oh a, fa- a failure, a mixed success, and a success. Oh, hey, I'm bringing us all down. <laughs> okay, uh, success first, Dave. Hooray! Pick two. Uh, you wash up somewhere relatively safe, you wash up unharmed, you manage to grab something useful. The first two, I will land safely and unscathed Selfish. on my feet <laughs> like a cat. Ta-da. Completely dry. <laughs> yeah, bone dry. <laughs> uh, Alex, pick one. I am going to pick something from the wreck. Okay, what would you like? I'd like a compass. One of those ones where like, they, they, you get the little six-figure mm-hmm. grid references ones. <laughs> yeah, not an old-school piratey no, one, no. no. no, no, no. The three of you make it to your cabin, you go for your bags, just as the bulkhead in the cabin gives way, and a wall of water slams you all. Uh, Dave, you are not slammed into a, into the opposite wall. You are, you are just sent straight out of the door and, th- and straight like down the gangway and almost like just jettisoned from the ship mm-hmm. uh, by this water pressure. Uh, <laughs> Alex, like Moana. <laughs> yeah. 
Alex and Vicky, the water slams you into the bulkhead and you each take one harm before you are similarly washed out of the ship as it the whole ship turns, capsizes and sinks beneath the waves. All four of you, for a little while, all you know is you don't know which way is up. Uh, you All you can hear is uh, the sound of bubbles in your ears and the sound of rushing water. Occasionally you manage to break the surface and grab breaths, but not through like your own power of swimming, yeah. just kind of by the water currents. For for a few minutes, that is all you all know. Dave, your pack is gone. Mm-hmm. All you have is the clothes you are standing up in, <laughs> but you mm-hmm. wash up somewhere relatively safe. Yeah, uh, quite so, nice, right? Yeah, so where would you Cut like... palm to... trees? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, you, you come to, uh, the world begins to make sense again, you be, begin to realise kind of which way is up again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you, where, where are you lying? What sort of terrain have you ended up in? Like a, a lovely beach. There's some, like a, like a white sand beach, I think. Mm-hmm. Really nice one. And then there's some, like a little tree line, and then it's like fields. Cocktail bar. Beyond that. <laughs> yeah, a little tiki bar. <laughs> there is a tiki bar. That's in your um, Yeah, so I think it's just on like a, a nice plain beach, like a kind of mm-hmm. featureless beach, really. Okay. With miles of nothing. So Dave, for the moment, uh, you you know something about the geography of this island. Mm-hmm. Um, you've studied the reports from the yeah. previous castaways, mm-hmm. but for the moment, you're not sure which bit of the island you're on. No, but would I? I know that I'm not at the part that I've seen. Yes. the map of. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, because yeah, if you can't yeah. see those cliffs, then... yeah, I'd be like, I can't see the cliffs. I can't see a lovely waterfall. Yep, and you are alone. Lovely, brilliant. Um, can I see the mountain in the distance? Is it big enough to see from far away? Yes. You can mm. see the mountain roughly at the centre of the island. Uh, you can see a a black peak towering mm. above. Well, I guess I'm going to start doing what I know best. I'm going to start making a fire. Because I feel like if I make a fire, it'll make smoke, and you guys might be able to find me. So that's what I'm going to start doing. I'm going to start pulling bits off these palm trees. As you head into the woods mm-hmm. in search of firewood, uh, roll instincts, please. Oh boy. My keen instincts coming in. Nine. Because I'm looking for wood. <laughs> the couch is being in my element. <laughs> there is no fire currently. <laughs> Boo! <laughs> Actually, no, if your element is all to do with like building fires, yeah. fires, I, th- I would say this can, that can apply here. Then I'm a ten. Okay. So there is... Some sort of danger that you'll have to overcome before you can get firewood. Okay. But you get a good look at it, Ooh. and you have, a, you have a bonus to overcome it. Okay, great. What is it? Ooh, it's a big old pig. Ooh. A boar. Well, not a boar. <laughs> he did say pig. You know, I'm like, gonna defend him on those that. lovely swimming pigs from Moana. It's one of those, but it's quite cross. <laughs> it's an angry swimming pig from Moana. That's what you're going with. Oh, it's an angry Polynesian pig. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You can see. <laughs> this is not that dangerous. No. Wow. Well, that's good. Like... And good. And rightly so. This is good. Okay, fine. You can see that the, this pig has actually sort of, like, in, in building itself uh, a little place, a little nest for itself, okay. a nice little place, it's mm-hmm. been gathering... Lovely it's been firewood. gathering brushwood. It's been <laughs> gathering stuff that's fallen off the trees. Mm-hmm. So the exact firewood that you need, like the dry uh, stuff, not the stuff that you break off. 
Uh, yeah, it's it's between you and a nice ready-made <laughs> pile of perfect firewood and kindling. Mm-hmm. But you get a good look at it. It hasn't noticed you. How do you get the firewood, or don't you? Well, I'm, I'm going to make myself big and run at it. Try to scare the pig away from its nest. Going. Roll instinct. Oh no, seven. Can I get myself out of harm's way? Uh, you sure can, uh, but you might take harm in the process. Oh. So that would be... Or I could prevent one harm to myself. Mm-hmm. But the danger would still be there. I'm going to say I will prevent any harm happening to myself, but I'm assuming I did not scare the pig away. <laughs> <laughs> the, the pig is still a present danger. So what? So you, you run... <laughs> present pig danger. It's good to know there's pigs on this island. Mm. Nom, nom. You run at the pig, making mm-hmm. yourself big and yep. shouting. Yeah. Um, it doesn't seem like this pig knows what you are and yeah. doesn't know that, that that's a this sign a that it needs to move <laughs> no uh, and so it stands its ground mm-hmm. uh, but you notice that it's standing its ground quickly enough to not like run into it and it attack you so it is still in between you and the firewood yes and it is still it has noticed you now yeah now it knows might, i'm here might defend its territory okay Ellen, yep. you come to choking up water. Lovely. Uh, take one harm. Oh, okay. Your lungs are burning. You, you've definitely inhaled some salty seawater uh, and your, your throat is burning with it. Okay. And as you realise that you are no longer in the sea, that mm-hmm. there is something solid under you, mm-hmm. and you're no longer in danger of like slipping below the surface anymore, okay. you can see in what is now becoming the evening light the sun is starting to go down you're starting to lose the sunlight uh, you can see near you the huddled shapes of two other people mm-hmm. really hope you, it's my friends <laughs> you, which you recognize as alex and vicky Great. <laughs> the three of you all sort of start to come round, mm-hmm. bruised coughing up water yeah you seem to be lying in mud yeah lovely and you can make out near kind of around you the shapes of gnarled and twisted tree roots digging into the mud, leading mm. to um, kind of mangrove-type yeah. uh, okay. trees yeah. with big overhanging canopies. So there are these kind of curtains of leaves obscuring a lot of your vision inland. Right. Um, so you seem to have washed up in a kind of swampy sort of area. Mm-hmm. Okay. As the three of you start to move and start to like prop yourselves up and take stock of the fact that the three of like see each other you spot the shapes of each other and you also spot two other shapes oh boy. Oh, one on either side of your little group in the mud at first maybe you think it's driftwood oh, and then you realize that <laughs> on it's either something side, that looks like driftwood yeah oh god in the growing dusk you see that you have attracted the interest not necessarily yet the hostility they don't seem to be making any move they just seem to be observing you but there are two crocodiles <laughs> oh that's fine menacing your group You've been listening to Merely Role Players. In this season, 
Vicky, Dave, Ellen, Alex, Nat, Strat, Starkey and Josh all play themselves, sort of, in a game designed and run by Matt. Like most of our games, this one's powered by the apocalypse. You can find more games in this genre at apocalypse-world.com pbta. If you enjoy the programme, let us know with a review or rating on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, Listen Notes, or wherever you do your listening. You can also find us on Twitter at Merely Roleplay and at facebook.com slash Merely Roleplayers. Merely Roleplayers is an independent production in association with Blackshaw Theatre Company. Join us for more drama next episode. Lovely, Matt. I'd just like to point out that Dave has gone for the opposite side of the island yeah. from where we're trying to go. Yeah. By choice.